Welcome to the Lean Expert Secrets Podcast, where people just like you come to learn about healthy living. I wanted a place where people could come to learn healthy weight loss and lifestyle changes that promote disease prevention. My name is Deborah Spears, and this podcast will show you everything you need to know to have a healthier, natural you. Welcome. Hello, hello, hello. Good morning. Happy Friday to all of my podcast listeners. This is yours truly, Deborah Spears, bringing you another episode on all things holistically healthy. I talk about how we can promote healthy living through our lifestyles, all the aspects of our lifestyles, including but not limited to the foods we eat, and how we can make progress every day to get better today than we were yesterday and better tomorrow than we are today. In this episode, I wanted to talk about our past lifestyles and how they affect our current health. What are some of the habits that we have that we don't quite know where they came from? Some of them came from our past life experiences, our past learnings. Have you ever had these questions come across your mind? Why I can't lose weight? Why I can't stop eating this or why I can't stop eating that? Why I only like this? Why I don't like that so much? Why I am tempted by certain foods? Why I am trapped in these temptations? Why I crave this? Why I crave that? Why I make excuses for not doing things that are healthier, like I don't have time, there's no time, I'm too busy. Or I don't understand, I don't have the resources, the information is not available for me like it may have been for someone else. Or I don't have access to quality food. I have access to food, but it's not really quality food. Or Quality food is so expensive, I don't have the money. Healthy food costs so much. Or one of my favorites, I just don't have the willpower. I'm just not there. I see people that have the willpower and they can do this, and I just don't have it. If any of these, if you can relate to any of these, this episode today is just for you. How can we make the connection or grab a hold of an understanding, a better understanding of the relationship between our past lifestyles and behaviors and our present lifestyles and behaviors? What is the connection between our health and those behaviors? I wanted to explore this uh, relationship earlier versus 
present, and future with respect to our lifestyles and our habits. I'll share for me my experiences and what brought me to wellness stage because we're all in stages and we're improving or working to improve every single day. The stage I'm in today is not the stage I was in last year, last month, last week, or even yesterday. As a little girl, I didn't have a lot of sporting events and things like that to do. There wasn't as much uh, focus on physical activity and sports, at least not for me personally. I did get a lot of walking in because I grew up in a place where you had to walk to get to everything you did, whether it was the grocery store, the school, the library, the shopping, the friends, the appointments. So that was my physical activity, not knowing I was actually shaping, shaping the structure of my physical activity based on the necessity. I had the necessity to walk, to get where I needed to be, to do what I needed to do every day. And when you couple that with the eating, as a young girl, there was a structure to eating. There was always breakfast before school. Lunch was usually carried to school. And then dinner was I think maybe uh, uh, several hours after school. And because of the lifestyle I grew up in, there was not room for a lot of money to have a lot of snacks and treats in between those meals. It was my norm to have those meals. And on rare special occasions, uh, treats would be available. I can remember loving Sundays because Sunday was the day that we had dessert. Sunday was the day where we had ice cream and cookies. That was the staple Sunday dessert. And mm. my grandfather was a baker, although I didn't know my grandfather. And my dad would tell me stories of how he would deliver baked goods to my grandfather's customers. Because of that, being in the home where they baked and delivered, baked and delivered, he developed a sweet tooth. And Sundays were such a special day. It was a day of peace, quiet, a day of prayer, a day of church, and a day of dessert, all packaged together. So I grew up with Sunday being the day where you would have sweets. Occasionally you would have uh, something, bananas. I used to love bananas. I still love bananas. And I think it was because bananas were the least expensive fruit you could buy. And they still, I think they still pretty much are. And they were sweet. 
And in fact, the older they were, the sweeter they were. As I got older, I had to do the shopping for myself. And as I did the shopping for myself, I was, of course, on a budget. I was a person who uh, started out on my own with very little limited resources. So that means you're shopping on a budget. So now you're looking for the things that are the least expensive. And of course, the least expensive sweets for me were to find bananas. And then there was this plan that I would have that I would always sort of scale my food so that it could last through the week because of the budget. So once I purchased those things that I had grown to love, I would scale them for financial reasons because there would be no money if you ate it all on Monday or Tuesday. What would you have? Uh, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, until the next time you had some more money. Between walking everywhere and stretching my budget when it came to purchasing food, I developed this lifestyle of being lean. There was no room for excess. We now have plenty full of everything, but the lifestyle that I have, having a lifestyle where I don't overindulge came from having a lifestyle in my earlier ages where I couldn't overindulge. And having a lifestyle of being physically active right now came from having a lifestyle of having to be physically active at an earlier age. How is it that what we did in the past shape what we do now in the present. It's just habits. When you learn the habits early, you carry them on. And so if you are someone who learned the opposite habits early, it only stands to reason that you would carry those on. That means we don't get to beat ourselves up if we have different cravings and we have different temptations for foods that others don't. That's not what this is about. It's not about um, if you're, if someone's overweight that uh, they should beat themselves up because they have these habits that they can't change. Just like practicing that lifestyle, whether it was conscious or subconscious, developed me into the person who eats moderately. Now that you have a better, a little bit of an understanding of, I want you to just get a visual picture of what I just described to you of me, my uh, behaviors and habits that I acquired and developed over the years through, from childhood through um, where I am now and how those things influenced what I do right now to be healthy, to maintain my health, what the way I eat, the physical activity that I get. Everybody is different. So where I came from may not be where you came from, but 
Where I came from helps me to understand how I develop the habits that I have right now and to take the things that were good and use them to my advantage to, to grow because we are all trying to get better every year. Our physical health uh, is so, so important. I take what I, use, what I know is good and what I know is helping me to be a better, healthy person, and I enhance those things, I focus on those things, and I consciously try to have those things as a priority with everything I do. And anything that may not serve me now, I make a conscious effort to remove those things from my environment that may be a temptation to do something that is not so healthy. So what I mean by that, in other words, is I don't have, I don't keep food products in the home, in my home, that are generally not healthy. So I would not buy a lot of sweets, even though I come from a place where my grandfather was a baker and where my father developed a sweet tooth as a result of being around the bake, baking baked goods all the time. And I know that too much sweets are not good for me. So I purposely do not buy products that are unhealthy like that and keep them in my home. Now, if you occasionally have something when you're at an event or when you're out or when you take a small piece of something, it is not going to have the same long-term effect on you as if it is something that you buy in the grocery store and keep in your home. What I'd like for you to do for you is just take my, here's my, the picture that I gave you of me, I shared, and go back in your mind and think about you the same way and ask yourself if you actually do those things um, consciously or subconsciously that you know are not the best interest, but it's because of some life early experiences that you have had or that you were exposed to that make you um, want to eat certain foods that make you eat large quantities of those foods. Pay close attention to what you're doing every single day and ask yourself, is this the best thing to do for my health or am I doing this because of a learned habit that I acquired through no fault of my own early on for which I now need to make some adjustments to. That means talking to yourself in your head when you see something that's not appropriate for, you, for your best health long term and telling yourself why you are not going to do that but you're actually going to do this instead. It really is a process of how bad you want to do it and how far you can take it to get yourself to the next level. Food is the number one most important thing 
that is impacting our health today. And because it's so abundant, we have to consciously be aware of all of the temptations. My past, my present right now, what I shared with you is what shapes me into how I shop in the grocery store because I know we, we look at prices when we shop in the grocery store when I was younger and I looked at prices when I went on my own. So now I know that I have to read labels. I may not have to look at prices as much but I have to read labels. So that's a shift. And not paying attention to the sugar content was not a big deal for me as a younger person because as a child, we only had dessert on Sundays. So there were six other days of the week where there was not a lot of sweets available to us. But I also know now that sugar is abundantly present in almost everything. And it is so harmful to our health that we have, we must read the labels for the amount of sugar content if we want to have a healthy life. And because it's so easy to develop a sweet tooth, And then once you have a sweet tooth, it's so challenging to keep it under control. Try to figure out if there's something, one thing, some one thing that you did back then that you still do today that you think you can do without or you think you can replace it with something a little healthier and see whether you can see what you can come up with. Your own personal, no need for a conversation with me about it if you choose not to. Of course, if you choose to, please message me because I'd love to talk. But just one thing, if you were a person that ate whatever, but whatever that one thing is, see what you can do. Think about it. Think hard. Don't beat yourself up about it. Uh, see whether it's something that you can gradually, slowly make an adjustment for. Just make the connection so you stop beating yourself up. Just make the connection that what you do today is directly related to how, how you were, how your foods were prepared and provided for you when you were not the person responsible for providing your food for you. Think about that for a minute. How was your food prepared and provided to you when you were not the person responsible for preparing and providing your food and how that shaped you into what your preferences are, what your temptations are, what you like and don't like? then you don't have to beat yourself up about it any longer. Once you're past the I'm not beating myself up, let's just see what the next step is. Let's see what you come up with. I'm going to stop there. We'll pick up next time. 
Thanks so much, everyone, for listening and and joining me on this uh, special episode today. I know I did a little bit of sharing of my story, so I really appreciate those who listened. Hopefully, some of you can take some little nuggets and see something maybe that's in your life that um, you can connect with. Uh, That is a wonderful thing whenever some minds connect and it sort of triggers something that people do to make changes for the better based on our past experiences. And I think that's really what it's all about. I'm so happy to be able to have this podcast and share conversations with you all. Please reach out to me if you like. You can always find me on most of the social media platforms. I am on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram for pictures. Check out the pictures on Instagram. I love adding pictures. My webpage, which is all just searching for Deborah Spears, DebraSpears.com or just Deborah Spears on all of the social media platforms. I hope to hear from some of you and I wish everybody have a wonderful week and I will talk to you next time. Bye.